is Eminem Investments. Minus four and a half on the road. I am all in against bad quarterbacks and no-name backup quarterbacks. Featuring Mutt and Merloni. A well-rounded football team. I don't think they lose four games in a row. I think right now it's about three and a half. Brought to you by Twin River Casino and Hotel. Check out the brand new sports book at Twin River Casino in Lincoln, Rhode Island. Now open. Here's Mike Mutnatsky and Lou Merloni. Well, if you liked underdogs, you had a very good wild card weekend. It is M&M Investments. We are back for now. The divisional round of the NFL playoffs, a much better weekend, much better teams, and hopefully for me, Lou, uh, much better results after an offer last week in the wild card yeah, see, weekend. I, I, would, I would argue, because I had this argument earlier. I mean, on, when we saw that Seattle game, right, that glorious, beautiful two-point conversion. Yes, yes. You think most people were happy or people didn't care because the line was one and a half? I, people were very happy because they probably bet it after Thursday, which when we recorded yeah. our podcast. Now, so I, were again, you undefeated? Uh, did you, did you end the, up winning games? On the podcast. Go ask Portnoy if two and a half didn't, didn't freaking ruin his freaking day. On the podcast, I was 0-4. I would say in real life, was 1-3. Well, that's what I'm saying. Real that's, that's my claim. I was 2-2. Two and two. But That's I looked bad. at that one and a half, two. Listen, I, I won the Seattle game because of that glorious. You got the win. Thing. Thank you, Sebastian Janikowski, Absolutely. for you being a fat ass and hurting your hamstring. It yeah. was a beautiful thing. So, yeah, this, but you're right. Underdogs. Underdogs. Let me give you one quick stat as we start this whole thing off. Yep. I want to just get into our whole intro here because we, we do got to thank our good friends at Twin River. And well, I want to certainly know, have do. You been down there? Uh, well, I'm on my way there again? after we record this oh, podcast. So it's Thursday before lunchtime. I'm headed there after the podcast today. I'll be in their race book and sports book all afternoon. I have a, I'm going to bet against the Bruins tonight. Sorry, Dale. I'm betting wow. against the Bruins. Capitals money line, courtesy of Ken Lair, plus 125. Put all the NFL be- uh, bets in. Stay overnight. We're doing our show there tomorrow morning leading into divisional uh, weekend here. Just a little side note. It's funny. Yeah. I get like a tweet you know, yesterday, you know, and, and this is how I feel like maybe I should gamble. But if I advertise, maybe professional people will, will tweet me. Somebody just tweeted me last night and said, take Anaheim minus a puck. What did they, did they win? And I was just like, what? what? <laughs> Minus a puck. So I just kind of checked it out. Both yeah. teams, Anaheim, Ottawa, 0-8, right? Both lost eight games straight. Okay, and I'm looking at that game going, what? And looking at the, some of the stuff on, that I'm looking at. And I was like, okay, you know what? This guy told me to take freaking, what, Anaheim? I'm going Ottawa. Plus the line was one and a half. It wasn't a half, Well, right? puck line means it's one and a half goals either way. So if I take the Bruins on the puck line, we're maybe exposing ourselves. Yeah. I've never been – I admit – as a generic game. I only dabble because this guy told me to took Anaheim, so I took Ottawa. So guess what happened? Ottawa won in overtime. Thank you very much. So you won money? some guy just throwed me something. I said, you know what? This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm going opposite. Wait, you mean someone on Twitter didn't yeah. know what they were talking I about? I just dabbled. What? I was bored last How night. How dare 10 you? 10 o'clock start. Look, you are a true DJ. I, was, I, was, I just dabbled Would you have TV in and put it on? And wh- no, I checked it out. It was one nothing early. Then it was 1-1 one, one with four to go in the game. Did I said, you stay, good. Were you paying overtime. attention to the game? I was up late. You're a sicko. You're a sick. I was bored, so I took Ottawa. In the goal and a half, they won by a goal in overtime. So that's some momentum for you heading into the. Feeling good about. It. I'm not gonna lie to you. I should have asked you. So, Caps or Bruins tonight? Now you're the you're the new NHL expert. You have an NHL Let's gambling. See, I gotta see if that guy tweets me again and tells me the Bruins, <laughs> and I'll go Caps. I'll go the opposite. But let me give you that line. Give me a stat. That, give, give me a stat. Line, Let's though, go. Since the start of last year in the postseason, I'm yeah, sure you've seen this. Line. I've it's had the number in front of me. this yep. week. Underdogs? What are they? You tell me. I got them as fourteen and one. Fourteen and one since the beginning of last year's postseason. That's that, against the spread, obviously. Now Fourier would scream that they're due. The favorites are due. Is ATS above the spread above, or against the spread? Above. He what? was dead serious. An effing idiot. He was like, "Listen, you guys, be that I had to look a couple of things up, and you guys kept talking about ATS. And I looked it up. I didn't realize it was above the spread. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And he's like, yeah, above the spread. I'm like. Forget it, dude. But fourteen Can't and one, it. moron. You're banging the dogs. You went fourteen and one the last 
you know, last year and this first weekend, they're 4-0 this past weekend. It's disgusting. Uh, that is, that's, by the way, that's after over a four-year span going 24-28-3. So the dogs were four games under for four years. Now they've gone now 14-1. and uh, Underdogs were three of them won outright last week, as you said. The Seattle game we talked about, we added it one and a half, ended up at two and a half or two, whatever. You probably won it if you had Seattle or as a push at worst-case scenario. You didn't lose that thing, so they probably went 4-0. They have been dominant. Dominant. If you're a chalk player, a favorites player in the NFL, you've gotten your ass kicked no the last two years. Thanks in part, ironically, to Nick Foles, who mm-hmm. it, we should probably talk about here. So there, off the top, I'll tell you, there are two games we agree on, two we disagree on, and we disagree on our locks this week, right up against each other that on a lock game. That is glorious. So let's do it this way. Let's, get, let's do a little foreplay. Let's start with the games we agree on, then we'll get to the ones we disagree on. We'll start with the big one here locally. That's Patriots and Chargers. Uh, Patriots are, I got it at, uh, oh, I take that back. I got it at four. It's four now. So it's now moved to four. So it's Patriots minus four. Over-under is the lowest on the board this weekend, 47.5. You texted me off the air when I was on there earlier in the week with a great question. When is the last time the Patriots at home were the lowest total of any of the four games in the division round? My guess has never happened before. Or you have to go back to like Pat's Titans and over. I know you guys brought up the uh, 2009 wild card game against Baltimore, but they're a wild card. Yeah, that wasn't team. the divisional round. I'm talking about dominant. division round. You got four games on the board, and you look up there, and the lowest spread is the Patriots with Tom Brady as quarterback. Sorry. Brady's still playing quarterback. You know, usually, you know, that number sometimes can be ten. Can be what well, that's a big number usually, and it's either the highest number on the board or the second highest on the board. This is the lowest number on the board, and I think it's the lowest number on the board for good reason. The Chargers have been pounded by not only the, the Sharps but the public so far. This game opened at five in most places, down to four, and there's expectation it could get to three and a half and maybe three by game time. I am with the Sharps I'm in the public on this. I've said this for a couple of weeks. This is more about the Patriots than it is the Chargers. But I just think the Pats aren't, they're not a great Patriots team, and the Chargers are better. The Chargers have, uh, if you could do the check marks on these two teams, Lou, the Chargers have more uh, check marks than the Patriots do. Uh, they have a top 10 red zone offense, they have a top 5 red zone defense. They can throw, they can run, they're a big physical defense. They got the emotion of getting Brandon Meebane back this week. They played great on the road this year. Give me the Chargers plus the points See, against with the Patriots, here. and you know, they win this game outright against the. And Patriots. you mentioned a guy in Brandon Meebane, which I think you know is, uh, <laughs> I think could be a huge difference maker in this game. I mean, we all you know the story, right? His seven week year old daughter, I believe, passed yep. away January third, so he's back with the team. Nose tackle has been away for a while, in and away yep. out from the team because he's been dealing with being sick. Sure. So he he's now back in this game. We all know what the pass rushers are like on the outside, but to me. In order for the Patriots to win this game, it's got to be a huge Sony Michelle game, like a big I heard you Sony and Bruce Michelle that yesterday yeah. game. He has got to run the ball. He's got to run it effectively. Uh, you don't want the Chargers would probably sit here and love to stay in that seven DB, you know, defense that they had. They'd probably love to do that because that's one way to kind of negate James White out of the backfield or you know Burkhead out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. You know, you're no longer spying on Lamar Jackson. Right, that's not the spy. The Total spy is the yeah. pass catching running back. So if they yep. can do that and they can get rid of that short passing game, the only way they can do that is if Sony Michelle isn't running right through them left and right with Devlin leading them. So, and I think Mebane being in there as that nose tackle stuffing that run is is a huge huge factor in this game. And of course, the Chargers eight and one ATS in a row. We all know that. 
Yeah, I like the Chargers in this game. Uh, I will say a couple of things. Joey Bosa, also a big difference maker. He is one of the three guys since 2016 in the entire league who has averaged uh, over .8 sacks per game. Since he came back in Week 9, the defense has been better. They can get pressure on Brady without blitzing. And we, we've done these shows forever talking about the Patriots and their offense. How do you slow down Tom Brady? You get pressure on Brady without having to blitz. The Chargers with Ingram and Bosa and now getting Mebane back to take up some space even on passing downs. They will do that. I'm taking the uh, the Chargers to win, uh, plus the points to win outright. I will say the one thing, because the forecast has gotten better. No the snow. forecast is not an issue. No it's snow, cold. 30 degrees. The amount of people, even locally here, that are picking against the Patriots, is like the gamblers' mentality. Like, there's a few yeah, too, too many, many people. people. Are on this feels like the bandwagon's getting awfully heavy against a Patriots team that still does have Brady and Belichick. But yeah, the Chargers yeah. feel like a better team. To I would agree. Issue. I think the pressure, too, on Brady. Now, we'll see. You know, does he stay in the pocket? Does he take a hit and deliver that football? Or does he get rid of the football before he takes that hit? You're talking about the pressure, right? And people look at it and say, you guys are stupid because the Patriots cover. Oh, we'll get better. That's just, we'll that's just yes. what the Patriots do. They Social cover. media I would agree. Hate, hate the beginning of this podcast. But then there's that little stat that unless Brady gets hit. So when Brady got sacked three times or more, they're 39-43-4 and four ATS. So when he gets no, sacked, he's gonna get three sacked three times, times or more. Or more. He's going to get sacked When they're three not times sacked three times or more, they're winning at a 65% clip. Pretty you know, good. it's like 130-something and 70. So... But when he gets hit, and I think he's going to get hit, I think there's going to be pressure. Um, yeah, I just I like the Chargers in this game. The public, the Sharps in this podcast are on the Chargers. Vegas is going to need the Patriots, which is a pretty weird scenario for them. How about the late game on Sunday? Eagles and Saints. Saints are favored by eight points at home. 51 is the total in this one. Nick Foles is a great story, but it's going to end. Um, this is probably the worst the case scenario for them. You know, I think that matchup, everybody's talking about how Philly was embarrassed earlier in the year. Well, there's a reason why they're embarrassed. It's because their pass defense is pathetic, and they're going up against a very good New Orleans team at home, which we all know that's the last place you want to play. Uh, this New Orleans team is in New Orleans. They have the 30th ranked pass, rush, uh, pass defense in the league. Uh, I just I don't see how New Orleans doesn't open this thing up. Uh, I would give the eight points. I would take the favorite. Uh, in this one, another little stat too. Since 2009, Sean Payton is 10 and one ATS after the buy. And by the way, they had a buy. And so by the way, I'm he going put 220 thousand dollars in a Lombardi Trophy to sort of motivate them. Yep. The only thing I'll add is that I don't think you can. I saw a lot of buzz this week that the Eagles' defense is all of a sudden better. They played a quarterback in Mitch Trubisky, who he's not Lamar Jackson, but he's not a great thrower of the football. There were opportunities there. You saw a late play they had to Robinson down the sideline. They had Miller at one point. Two for 300 yards they, uh, they, against them. They received, but, he, I, but you look at Drew Brees. Drew Brees is 10 times the quarterback throwing the football than Mitchell Trubisky is. If Mitch Trubisky makes some plays downfield, then Brees is going to carve them up. That's the one thing I am most uh, confident about in this game is that Drew Brees has a big game down the field that Michael Thomas absolutely cruises uh, as a big play receiver, he'll be a lock for me in Daily Fantasy in all my games this weekend. Michael Thomas for a big game. And sorry, uh, BDN uh, for Nick Foles. This is it. This comes to a crashing halt. You've been the face of the underdogs covering now for over a year. Give me the Saints. I will lay the eight points. And uh, I'm with you. If I were playing the total, I'd probably play over. Uh, let's go to Saturday's games. Let's start with Saturday night. Dallas at the Rams. The Rams had the bye week. They're favored by seven points, a total here. A 49-and-a-half. Who do you like, Dallas or uh, L.A. on Saturday? I'm going to take the seven points here. Um, i got to admit, all this talk about uh, finding the next Sean McVay is starting to really piss me off. So I'm kind of emotional about it. Um, but well, I Let just, emotions affect your pick. 
because we don't know who the hell Sean McVay is. He had a great team last year who lost in the first round to the to the Atlanta Falcons. Yep. And I got a feeling he he's going to lose this game, maybe even outright. But that's why I'm taking the points. And we're going to sit there and say, you know, then I can see the article already on Monday. We're looking for the next Sean McVay, who, by the way, is 0-2 in the postseason and put an all-star roster together out there with the Rams and still couldn't get by the Dallas Cowboys. You know, the Rams, 1-5, ATS, their last six playoff games. Amari Cooper's back with this Dallas team you know, he's, since he's joined them. They're 3-1 and one on the road. It's a different offense with him. And, by the way, it's a different offense when Zeke Elliott can get going. And the Rams allowing 5.1 yards per carry. Zeke Elliott's going to run right through that team. I don't know what Todd Gurley's going to be. Maybe it's the mystery rest that he's going to expect to maybe come out be 100%. I doubt it. I think Zeke runs right through them. And I think Dallas beats the Rams. And I think on Monday, we're all asking the question, why the hell are we looking for the exact same guy that just lost two years in a row in the playoffs? Who is Sean McVay? Sean McVay is the coach of the team that's going to beat the Cowboys by seven points on Saturday night. Give me the Rams. I will lay the points. Ezekiel Elliott is a great running back. You're right. But when you're down 14-3, like they're going to be in this game, seen Jared Goff play you can't lately? keep handing the ball to Ezekiel Elliott. He has yes, not I've, been very he, good He has been all. off. I, I am banking on the bye week being a factor. I'm also Cooper banking Cup on— really affected him. Uh, it was an issue because now they had to move different guys in the slot, and it's not worked out for them. I mean, Robert Woods has been in and out. He's got to be a bigger factor in this game. The kid Reynolds has to be a bigger factor in this game. But for me, what stands out is that the Dallas Cowboys drew the perfect opponent in the Seattle Seahawks last week because the Seahawks' offense sucked. They're afraid to throw the football. They ran, ran, ran again, even when they had chances to throw. They never let Wilson. You and I loved Russell Wilson in primetime. Yep. Let Russell Wilson throw. Yeah. Sean McVay is smart enough. He's a genius. Don't know if you read the Cardinals press release. Well, He's a genius. He is going to let Jared Goff throw in this game. The Dallas Cowboys are a top-10 defense against the run. They're 22nd against the pass. The Rams are 55% to 45% pass run this year. They're going to pass early to get up. They're going to take Dallas out of their comfort zone. Gurley's going to come back and be healthy. And I think they learned from that loss a year ago. You're right, 26-13 against the Falcons. They're not going to be allowed to face a coward offense like they were last week. Rams, big lead early. Cowboys can't come back. Minus seven points. Give me the Rams on Saturday night. I just I I disagree. I like that, though. I like that. Well, good. We, well, we want to disagree. This last one's a big one, too. So let's go to the Saturday early game. This game hurt me last week. I was all in on the over in Texans and Colts. Thank you. You suck-ass Bill O'Brien for showing up and giving nothing offensively. Yeah, it wasn't a good start. Colts played well, but the Texans played terrible. The Colts are back. They're back in the Saturday afternoon spot. They were at Kansas City. Uh, the money is all on the Colts this week, the Roy- the Kansas City Royals. The Chiefs are now <laughs> laying five and a half. They're the favorite at five and a half. Excuse me, the over-under here is 57 points. Uh, you explain to me how the number one seed in the AFC is going to get knocked off here in the division well, around there's, the there's, there's a few reasons because I do like the Colts here in this game. I knew um, you would. I knew you would. Let's see. Let's go through it. What do we have? Uh, last week we had uh, Lamar Jackson. First year in the playoffs, yep. loss. Trubisky, first playoff game. Do not compare Lamar Jackson loss. and Pat Mahomes. Don't um, do that. Who's the other rookie that was in that last weekend that lost? They went 0-3 in their first playoff games. I'm drawing a blank Trubisky, right Lamar Jackson, and... Uh, I'm drawing a blank right now. I'll think of it. You keep okay. talking. I'll, I'll think of it. Okay, so anyways, I'm, I agree. Okay, Pat Mahomes is not those guys. All right, as much as I like Pat Mahomes, I'm like an Indy Moore right now. You know, defensively, this is not the indie team. For years, we've been sitting there saying they're wasting the years of of Andrew Luck. You know, they're, they're drafting Philip Dorsett in the first round. What they need is to protect his ass. They need an offensive line. And, oh, by the way, what else they need is a defense. They need a front seven. They need a team that can stop the run. 
Well, they went out and they drafted Leonard. You know, they drafted Nelson. They have an offensive line, one of the best. People say the best, maybe, in football. Uh, running back, Mack is back. He is healthy. Andrew Luck is lighting it up. T.Y. Hilton's been absolutely outstanding. The defense is very, very good. Uh, Kansas City. Look, give me the, let me give you this stat. Okay, sure. First off, they're yeah, one they're and six. Stats the, the Chiefs yeah. are one and six ATS in the last seven games. They've not played well down the stretch. They've nope. not played well. They have a terrible postseason record. You want to give me that too? I will. Uh, at home, how about their home record? Not good. They're, Casey's uh, <laughs> ATS at home since 1970. That would be the merger. Okay, <laughs> sound like Callahan. History since, of the game since the merger. Yeah, the yeah. Chiefs yeah, at yeah. home are zero and nine. Zero. <sighs> And nine at home, and that includes the last couple years. Now I'm not. I'm not just giving you 1970, 1980. I'm talking 16, 17, oh, and nine. They have one of the worst rushing defenses. They have one of the worst pass defenses. And Indianapolis is playing well right now. Indy wins this game. Wins it outright. Uh, the quarterback you're thinking of was Deshaun Watson. His Deshaun first playoff Watson, game, yes, right? Which ironically was against the Colts. Yeah, you're uh, the team that uh, shut them down. The world is on the Colts this weekend, and you people are fools. For all the numbers you gave me, I'm not going to give you numbers. I'll give you names to start. Here are the quarterbacks the Colts faced mm-hmm. in the last 11 games. Gabbard, Eli Manning, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, Cody Kessler, Ryan Tannehill, Mariota, Bortles, Carr, Derek Anderson, Darnold. They are all... I'm not going to say they all suck, I saw but a that. great group of them I chose sucks. to ignore that. Sucks. I'm sure you did. Like, yeah, I ignored I your, the Kansas City stat at home because they've <laughs> oh, never, they can't play well at home. This defense has been inflated by the quarterbacks they have played. They are playing a quarterback who set all sorts of records. He's going to be the MVP in the league, one of the first players ever. I think maybe the first player ever to start his first 16 games, then win the MVP in the league. He's explosive offensively. The Kansas City Chiefs led, led football. 13% of their offensive plays went for 20 or more yards. Those are listed as explosive plays. The Colts, unfortunately for them, play into the, the Chiefs this weekend. They play really fast. We talked about this with the over-under last week. They play fast, and it leads to Kansas City getting more possessions. You don't want to give the Chiefs more possessions at home. 7-1 this year at Arrowhead. Uh, they are number 2 red zone defense. They're been pretty good this year in uh, red zone defense. And then finally... The one stat that I think offsets some of your, your Chiefs stuff, because it's pretty, you're right, those are pretty strong. Andy Reid off the bye. Yep. He has been an absolute lock in his career as a head coach. 17-3 and off the bye week. 4-0 as a coach in the postseason when his team gets the, divisional, uh, the wild card bye in the divisional round, whether it's been the Eagles or the Chiefs. They're a better offensive team. The Colts are the darling. Give me the Colts. Lay the points. Lock it up. Lock of the week. Col- uh, oh, geez, I just messed that up. Chiefs minus five and a half, lock of the week. It's funny you should lock up Kansas City. Mention Andy Reid like he's a positive. I forgot about the Andy Reid factor. It's a good factor. 17 to 3 off the bye, 4 0 in the wild card. And late in the game, After the we will do round. something again that we'll be talking about Andy Reid. Now, this is where it gets really interesting for our listeners. Yeah. Because you're giving Kansas City as your lock. Kansas City minus five and a half, lock it up. I am giving Indy as my lock. Oh, boy. So now we're going locks back to back, right out of the gate Saturday. Right out of the gate. So who barely do you, sat down where, to watch? Where do you want to go? You're going to go Mutt. You're going to go Maloney. What do we got right now? Because we're going opposite lock centrals right now. I like this. All right. So I will go uh, Kansas City minus five and a half as my lock. Rams laying the seven on Saturday night. Chargers plus four early Sunday, and the Saints minus eight. If I had a backup lock, it would be the Saints as the other team. I'm confident in them covering, and I will have a. Some sort of a big money line parlay on Kansas City and New Orleans this weekend. So we, we agree on Sunday. I got New Orleans as well with the Chargers. Yep. But Saturday we're, we're opposite because I'm, I'm going Dallas in the late one. And my lock 
up against your lock. My lock is Indy plus five and a half. Uh, hopefully, you. I have a better weekend than I did last weekend. My goal the rest of the way, there are seven playoff games. We have to go seven and zero oh, because that seven and four would be a pretty good playoff run if you went seven and four in the postseason. That would be against yeah. the spread. That you, would be good. You're out to a better start than I am. Two and two. Two and two. Uh, I was 0-4. Uh, if you're in the area, if you're thinking, you heard this podcast and you fi- got your juices going, you said, I want to bet against Lou, I want to bet against Mutt. Mutt was 0-4. I want to bet against his picks. I want to fade Mutt this weekend. Get to Twin River. They are the only legal place to bet legally on sports. They are the presenters of this podcast. They have a brand new sports book. It's got 100 TVs. Mm. It's got a bar right there. Fred and Steve's is right there. You tell the wife, I'm going to get away for a little bit. You make it a late afternoon. You go to the Saturday, second half of that game, stay for Saturday night. Or Sunday, Patriots, go for that game. You can bet on the games legally. Overs, unders, parlays, teasers, straight ahead. Uh, go against me. Go against Lou. Beautiful. It's an hour from Boston. It's Twin River Casino and Hotel. They got the, the uh, Tiverton location uh, as well. Good luck, Divisional Weekend. Win or lose, we're back for Championship Weekend next Thursday on MNM Investments.